Over to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to League Castle. It feels like it's only been a few weeks since we wrapped up the 2020 season, but here we are back with your introduction to season 2021 and what a different season it looks like in Newcastle and the Hunter Valley. Uh, restructured competitions are upon us with the new President's Cup North being the premier competition, which will see Wyong and the entrance joining the eight Newcastle Rugby League grade sides in contesting that top tier. We also see the Northern Hawks, as they are rebranded, rejoining the reserve grade competition as well as entering a 19 side. An open grade women's tackle and ladies league tag will all fall wholly and solely under the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League banner alongside their traditional grades that are otherwise. So those open grade teams will fall into the traditional Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League A, B, C and D grades. So it promises to be an absolutely bumper Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League season. The standard of Rugby League in the uh, President's Cup North, which will uh, include those Central Coast sides, promises to be higher than ever with some of those names that have returned. Uh, you've got uh, Tyler Randall, Kerrod Holland, Nathan Ross, uh, Frank Paul Nuasala, just to name a few, as well as the usual suspects turning out for a number of those clubs. Plenty of player movement, so it's as exciting as ever. We're going to kick it off over the first couple of weeks with catching up with a few of the President's Cup North or the Denton Engineering Cup as it's going to be known for sponsorship reasons. Coaches, uh, this week we'll be catching up with Curry Curry's Mitch Cullen, Lakes United's Robbie Payne, Maitland Pickers' Matt Lantry and Wyong Roo's Mitch Williams. Uh, we'd certainly love to hear your feedback and suggestions for the show and different bits of content you'd like to see in 2021. We'll be trying a few different things that we'll look forward to unveiling. Of course, make sure you do vote in our Club of the Year, uh, the People's Club competition. We are into the second round of that, so uh, down to around 30 clubs remaining. It's uh, certainly going to heat up over the next few weeks. So here goes with the first episode of League Castle for 2021, some coaches' insights into the President's Cup North. I'm joined by Curry Curry Bulldogs captain coach Mitch Cullen. Mitch, thanks for a bit of time ahead of the season, mate. Yeah, no worries, mate. It's good to finally get some footy back. Back under our legs, it's been a while since you know, like a decent game of footy we played last year and obviously COVID and a lot of people didn't play but last couple of weeks we've had a couple of trials and you know, feels like it's getting back to normal. So Yeah, it feels like um it's a, you know, only yesterday that the uh the bridge season finished and there hasn't been too much of a preseason. But as you say, I think everyone sort of it was just wetting the appetite for what looks like it's gonna be based on some of the signings, yourselves included. Potentially a um, an absolute bumper season. I've talked to a couple of the other coaches, as I alluded to uh, to you previously, and I think everyone's pretty excited that a ten team comp, firstly, and uh, most of them certainly on paper and in the preseason conversations look like there's not going to be too much separating any of the ten sides, and you'll have to be on every every weekend, mate. Yes, yeah, look looking that way, mate. You know, there's 
when you see around the grounds who people have signed, you just hope um, everyone can stay injury-free coming back into the season. So, you know, a lot of players come back from, like, a higher level, like New South Wales Cup and that, and it's looking to be one of the strongest comps in the state, I think, with um, entrance and while adding to it. And, you know, like I said, signs from all around the ground, it's going to be a pretty tough comp, like it's mentioned, so... C- certainly is, mate, and um, you know yourself and the other Coalfields clubs have certainly been amongst that uh, in terms of signings. Probably Maitland not so much in terms of signings this year, but some of the guys they've held on to, the likes of uh, Brock Lamb and Pat Matauti and those sorts of guys. Uh, but yourselves, mate, uh, Frank Paul, I know he originally, I think, signed for last year and then the season didn't go ahead, so he didn't play, but bringing back Rossi, who's played there before, Nathan Ross, and uh, Tyler Randall as well, uh, mate, and um, yourself kicking back into a, a top-tier competition. You guys are... You'd be pretty happy with the, the cattle you've got on deck at the moment? Yes, mate. On paper, I'm over the moon with what we've got. You know, it adds a bit of experience there and helps out of the youth that's in the, within the club at the moment too. So there's a bit of a mixture there. We've had a sort of similar same team the last couple of years and all I wanted to do was, you know, get that same core of group of men there and add a little, you know, like a bit of experience and, with Rossi and Tyler coming and Frank Paul up front, I'm pretty happy with where we're sitting right now heading into the season. So hopefully we can get it right this next couple of weeks and um, injury-free uh, to the open round one. Yeah, lovely, mate. And, and how's, I think one of the things that's going to be crucial, obviously you've got the new laws coming in, which we've touched on with the other couple of coaches, and it seems the focus is at the moment you just sort of deal with them as they come along. But... Obviously, the ball being in play more means that players need to be a little bit fitter. There's probably going to be some more fatigue, some more injuries, limited interchange, all those sorts of things. So depth's going to be really key throughout what's going to be a really tough 18-round season. Yeah, you're right, mate. And um, like I said, adding all them new blokes, that frees up with a, with a bit of depth in reserve grade now. So when I'm looking at our reserve grade team, there's two pretty, pretty decent squads there. So hopefully when... You know, the time comes, uh, them boys are ready to step straight into that role if there is an injury or something like that along the line. So, yeah, and, we, and we've talked about those, those those couple of big names, I guess. And um, you know, there's a few stalwarts there that have been around Curry for a while that will return as well. What about the um, the young guys or new guys to the club that are uh, that are coming through? I uh, I noticed a uh, young Daniel Melmoth who's come over from West Wales and looked quite good in the trial. I refereed the other week, mate. Um, have you got a few young guys coming through that you're, you're seeing some some real potential through? Yeah, I am. There's um, Billy Mitchell there. There's Dane Corbin, um, Lewis Hughes. You know, there's a bit of a spine there the, with the younger boys. And with this year, um, you know, with Rossi and Tyler Randall and Frank Paul and whatnot, it uh, really helps them boys to develop their game a lot earlier than what they probably thought they were going to. So that's been massive help for them this preseason. They've been picking the brains out of them, them top three. So it's um, really starting to show they earn their... Um, Jersey within the last two trials, so uh, they've been going well. They've held a, held their own, and pretty happy with where they're at. So, yeah, mate, and certainly some punch in the outside backs from the look of that trial as well. Um, some new faces there. Uh, yeah, I've got Stevie Gordon. He's made his way up this way. Um, Baz McGrady, he's he's been there. Um, Jared Anderson, he's he's been there the last couple of years, but hopefully he can. Um, Stay off the judiciary list every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep him for the whole year. Um, and then 
We've still got Kate Hardy. Kate Hardy's coming back. He played in the COVID year, but he um he's ready to go now. He's full pre-season on after a broken ankle, so hopefully he's ready to slip straight in, keep going where he left off. Right, it sounds like, it sounds like um, you've got some a fair bit of talent there, and it's mate. It's probably good. It means you won't have to drag Mick Campton out of retirement anytime soon. I'm hearing he's uh, hung up the boots. Is that true? <laughs> he's hung him up, mate. He's hung him up. He hasn't played for. He, oh, he's only going to come back just before COVID, and then COVID. Hit, and I think that was the you know, ice on the cake for the big fella. He's had enough. He's working weekend night shift now, so. Uh, he's, he's still the heart and soul of the club up there, mate. He's a, he's a great man, Mick Campton. But um, I guess in terms of the season ahead, uh, obviously we've talked a couple of the other sides. We've got some signings. You talked about some of those guys that have come out of New South Wales Cup. Uh, Macquarie, they've brought Kerrit Holland in, and he's come straight from the NRL. Uh, who, who are the ones, is there, is there sides that you think out there that are, that are going to be much stronger than others, or do you think it's a, a pretty much throw a blanket over the field at this point? Um, yeah, that's a tough one, this Blokes have signed, the teams have signed blokes in the right positions, you know what I mean? So, probably the last couple of years, there's them teams that have just been missing that X Factor sort of play. And when you look now, the Central has signed, like, Bill Pitty and um, I think Walsh has gone there. So, they'll be very strong. I, I think um, you won't want to underestimate Central, I believe, this year. I've been keeping my eye on them a little bit, and um, I think they'll, they'll be right up there in the back end of the season, so... And you guys have had a couple of hit-outs so far, um, albeit um, sort of abbreviated ones against both uh, Souths and Tookley. Uh, what's what's the plan now heading into the final, you know, two and a half weeks before we kick off uh, round one? Uh, we'll finish our pre-season this week with Best Knock. Hopefully um, we uh, come through injury-free and then we'll have the week, final weekend off. We'll train two days there, mate, and then we'll um, come back... The week Tuesday leading into the competition, do a little bit, and hopefully um, we're ready to go round one, injury free. I'm not, I'm, uh, I'll probably be missing one or two come round one, so just seeing where we're at with that, and um, yeah. But other than that, like I said, the depth that was created with these new signings, we should be should be ready to go. So to feel so. And the the other thing that it's exciting with season twenty twenty one and the draw being released earlier this week is obviously there's a couple of clearly defined bye weekends or rest weekends there, which probably represent some representative footy and some opportunities. You're one who's played some rep footy before. I'm sure that's uh, probably on the mind of a few guys at your club, mate. Yeah, there's be a few ready to go, mate. I think there um be re- probably time for them to put their best foot forward for a rep team, hopefully. So. Um, you know, hopefully they play the right footy for the selectors to see what they're doing doing this year and they might get a surprise call up, hopefully. Fingers crossed, mate. It's always a nice boost heading back into the season when they come back with a bit of rep experience under their belt. But uh, as you touched on there, mate, it is only just over two weeks away till that round one clash and it's a mouth-watering one for you guys, round one. It's at home. You start with two back-to-back games at home, and the first of those is against uh, Maitland and followed up by Central. So some two really good, uh, I guess, tests of your measure and where you're sitting uh, in the opening rounds. Well, that's right, mate. You just always like to see where you're sitting after the pre-season you've had and the trials, but yeah, there's no better way to kick your season off against Maitland that won the um, President's Cup last year. So I'll really see where we're at. And then, like I said, with Central... They've signed really well, and um, I'm sure Phil's got them ready to go. So we can't wait to play either of these teams. 
Yeah, there's a little, up. little bit of added spice there with Phil being a curry old boy, mate, uh, when you come up against Central. A little bit of uh, pre-game banter and chat is there. Yeah, me and, me and Phil get along really well. So we, um, he's always been supportive of me taking over this role. It's never been nothing. Uh, you know, it's all been above board with me and Phil, so I'm sure there'll be a couple of comments. But other than that, me and Phil have um, always got along pretty well, so... Excellent, mate. Well, well, good luck this weekend for the Charity Shield. Firstly, uh, hopefully you get a, a bumper crowd all COVID safe and, and all of that uh, down this weekend. And then uh, hopefully you can get a, um, a good uh, a good turnout at the graveyard for those first two and get right behind the Curry Bulldogs and uh, start building into a very successful year for the club. And we'll catch up with yourself and hopefully a few of the boys throughout the year. Undoubtedly, we'll try and uh, get hold of Rossi just for some character for the show during the year, mate. And uh, all the best for Curry for 2021. No worries, mate. Thanks for your time and um, hopefully we'll see you this way soon. Joined by Mitch Williams, who is the uh, coach, Captain Coach Mitch of the Wyong Roos for 2021, mate. Uh, looking forward to the season ahead. Yeah, mate, definitely. Thanks for having me on. Uh, no problem at all, mate. Um, now, firstly, obviously, Wyong... Uh, previously in the Newcastle Rugby League, or as it's now going to be called, the Denton Engineering Cup, the President's Cup yeah. Northern Conference. It's a mouthful. Um, it sure is. You, you guys uh, came back last year after the uh, Central Coast season was uh, canned and, and took everyone by storm during the regular season. Uh, how, how does the squad look? I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some significant differences to last year's uh, with the, the change in rules around you know, the players you can field and um, player payment arrangements and those sorts of things. Have you got some new additions, uh, some losses? How, how's Wyong shaping yeah. up? Yeah, look, obviously, you know, last year was a, a great opportunity for us to join the Newcastle Comp and, uh, you know, we're lucky enough to do pretty well and get a really good group of guys together. But obviously with uh, guys looking for different opportunities and some higher honours and different stuff, we, we've lost, uh, you know, a lot of players and, and gained a lot of others as well. So it's been a, probably a bigger turnaround than what you'd usually have. But I guess after... You know, a year like we've never had before, that was always going to be the case. And, and in terms of those players that you've gained, I guess, um, is there some names that we might be familiar with either, you know, from the Newcastle competition or previous iterations of Wyong, whether that was uh, the New South Wales Cup or um, yeah, the Central Coast Yeah, Comp? potentially. Um, Magnus Stromquist has rejoined the Roos. He obviously played with us in New South Wales Cup for a fair bit and had been playing back home in Asquith at different places. Uh, we've signed Blake Andrews, who is a Wyong junior, but uh, I've been... Uh, playing his trade with West for the last couple of years and won the Premiership with them the year before. So they're probably probably the guys that we've really got in the market for, I guess, the most. Uh, there are a few positions that we thought we needed some help with. Yeah, no, lovely. Well, Magnus obviously brings some, some good experience. You had some uh, Definitely. some interesting late appearances last year, talking of experience, mate. Two guys with NRL caps, their name in Josh Mantellato and Terence C. Will we see either of those guys pull on the green and gold for Wong this year? Yeah, Terence will be around. Um, obviously... Um, you know, a play with his wealth of experience and his talent. Uh, he played a couple of games in, in our team last year. Um, Josh won't be joining us this year. He's made a move. He's, he's moved home and, and he's going to play a little bit closer to down his way of the coast. But yeah, we should uh, get a chance to see Terence at some stage. Excellent, mate. As, you say, as we say, good experience there to have uh, Terence and Josh. It'd be uh, a shame to see him go, but uh, understand with the travel and the other commitments required uh, that he might want to be a little bit closer to home. So yeah. Uh, mate, uh, as we said last year, you guys came into the competition as a, you know, in the almost the eleventh hour. It was actually probably the thirteenth hour yeah. technically after round yeah, one. Yeah, probably after round one. Yeah. Uh, 
so with with that occurring, uh, obviously you hit the ground running, got off to a flying start. I don't think you tasted defeat till maybe the second last round against West, but then it sort of uh, yep, turned, turned probably a little bit sour compared to how you might have wanted it to in terms of the finish to the year. Is that something that sort of a uh, bit of motivation for yourself and the boys that are still around to sort of try and improve and go a couple of, couple of efforts better? Oh, I think I think last year gave the boys a really good taste of of the travel and what it takes to play in this Newcastle competition. Uh, obviously, uh, we're all aware that the teams will all be stronger this year, given that um, you know there's potentially money back involved and players re-signing with clubs and moving around. So we understand that it's going to be more difficult. But I think last year was a really good stepping stone. Uh, like you said, I think, I think we won seven or eight in a row before before we got beaten by West at West, uh, where not too many people ever win. And then obviously finished well against Maitland and then saved our worst 20 minutes for the opening part of the semi-final against South before you know, clawing our way back into a lose at the end. So that part, obviously disappointing. I thought uh, we definitely had the team to make the grand final and obviously we'd, we'd beaten everyone in the competition uh, at that stage. But um, you know that's what I believe. We didn't get our best performance right on the day we needed to. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially in uh, a semi-final series where it's straight elimination, first, first, fourth. It's, yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. Uh, you, it is, yeah. You, t- you touched on Maitland there, mate. Uh, you've got them in a trial this weekend. Uh, what are you looking at in yep. terms of the trial? Obviously, there's some new rules coming into play that are going to be uh, interesting. I certainly I was involved in the Macquarie Cessnock trial on the weekend and it's just some of the teams adjusting to just some of the nuances of those. Uh, most of them are mostly cosmetic for 80% of it, but uh, what else are you looking at with uh, your boys this weekend against Maitland? Yeah, I guess given this is going to be our one our one real hit out, uh, you know, we'll probably probably play close to our full strength lineup as much as we can, buying into it for probably fifty to sixty minutes and and try and get a bit of footy under our belt. And I think with the new rules, like you said, there's not too many huge changes, but I think it's just getting used to the fact that oh, it's not a scrum, it's a play the ball. You can change where the play the balls and scrums are and things like that. I guess that probably just take a little bit getting used to. Seems like the game is going to be faster again. Um, so obviously. You know, we've been working really hard on our, on our fitness in the preseason and trying to play flat and fast. And, and I feel like the other teams are probably doing that as well. Yeah, definitely. I think I think the great thing for crowds is it's going to mean more ball in play, which is which is definitely. probably where that fitness yeah. will come in. So more footy, which will hopefully mean more punters on the hill, which means more money going through the clubs to support them growing and uh, the money sure. going back into the grassroots. Uh, yeah. The other challenge that you guys will face this year is the fact that your first grade team will play in the uh, we'll just call it the Presidents Cup for for short. Uh, but your lower yep. grades teams will still be competing on the Central Coast. How are you going to address that challenge? So will your reserve grade side play in the Central Coast first grade or how will that operate for you? Yeah, I, I guess technically speaking, that's what will happen. So obviously, you know, our our highest team is our President's Cup team, if that's what we want to call it because the name's too long. Uh, then we'll have our three teams playing on the Central Coast still in the 19th. So it's, you know, four more senior teams. Uh, so our, uh, I guess our essential second grade will play in the, the local grade uh, first grade, they're still going to be very competitive. Um, we all still train together. We all still go through the same motions. I've got a really good relationship with uh, the guy that we've got captain coaching that team, and um, you know, looking forward to, to the season ahead. But yeah, you know, there, there is a, a little bit of um, you know noise around that. It's, it's never easy to have your club split like that. Um, it's, it's something that I care about to make sure that our, our club sticks solid together and works really well. Yeah, excellent, mate. And I think, that, as you say, that's the key is just uh, making sure it is, it is all inclusive and everyone feels that it is one club and yourself, and yourself and the entrance will be in that challenge. There'll be some, some sh- yeah. scheduling difficulties when there's, when there's games and it's going to be an interesting one when we come up to the, the venues where possibly you end up with only just the one game on match day as opposed yeah, to the traditional. Yeah, it could be yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
So, so that'll that'll be an interesting one to watch. But um, we'll let the uh, boffins that do all the draws try, and I'm sure they'll try and maximise game numbers <laughs> on game days where yeah. they can. Yeah. Uh, in, ter- in terms of your um, your teammate, uh, some of the young guns, you know, Wong's always been a, a pretty strong junior nursery. You talked about um, young Andrews before coming from Wong, going to West and coming back. Who are the young guns that, yep. that we're expecting to see come through and, and either break into grade for the first time or really probably, you know, stake a claim for a permanent spot in first grade uh, with the Wong Roos this year? Yeah, I think we, our young halves are the same halves that I had last year in, in Jack Burris and Loggie Hennigan. They're, they're still both only... Uh, I think 21 and 22 this year. Um, obviously, we, we know the quality of the halves in this competition, but these are, these are two kids that I absolutely love coaching. Uh, they work really hard on their game every week. Um, yeah, they, they they do everything I ask of them, but I'm just so interested to see their development. Um, I know as a footballer, I never felt like my best years were playing you know in dominant positions were until after 25. So I'm really interested to see the path they're on and, and the challenge that's in front of them about learning how to lead a team and learning how to control games. Uh, we got a back roller that uh, played with us before, but went to rugby last year in Tane Mahon, who's back. Uh, he's only 21, and uh, he'll start in the back row for me, most likely, and he's a real player to watch. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I've, I've seen a little bit of him previously and saw the halves as well yeah. last year, so there's plenty of potential. And as you say, if you know if they keep growing, I mean, they've got a pretty good platform where they are now, but if they keep growing, Definitely. the sky's the limit for those yeah. three guys. So. Uh, obviously, most of your focus so far would have been probably intrinsic. Uh, that said, I'm sure you've cast an eye and, and been aware of some of the other movements and players, and we've seen some of the names, you know, Frank Paul Nuasala, Nathan Ross, Kerry Holland, these sorts of guys kidding up at other clubs. Yeah. Is, is there a club, I mean, Maitland coming back from the President's Cup with Matt Lantry as well, and you'll see them this weekend. Is, is there a club or another couple of clubs that you're sort of looking at and going, okay, uh, these are the sides to beat? Uh, the entrance is another one that's probably going to be a mystery to a lot of Newcastle sort of based fans. Um, do we know much about w- what they've got going on down there, or has it been solely just looking inside Murray Breen Oval for the preseason? Oh, look, it'd be easy for me to say that I've only been looking uh, at our team, which obviously is the case. But obviously, you know, whenever you hear people like Frank Paul and, and Nathan Ross and Tyler Randall signing at the same club, you you kind of get a, a little interested in, in what's going on in, in the other world and in seeing Carrot Holland. And, and as you know, this Newcastle competition. Um, has often been a breeding ground for future NRL players or for NRL players to come back into. Uh, I know Central Charlestown look like they're making a few good recruitments. Obviously, Maitland had an excellent season last year, and whilst they've lost some players, they've still kept uh, you know a, a real good crop of players like Alex Langbridge, Brock Lamb, Pat Matiadia, Sam Anderson. You know that's uh, it's not a bad New South Wales Cup team, let alone you know a, a team in this competition. Yeah, certainly, and I think I think that's the exciting thing. Again, the entrance pretty much the unknown for most, but out, for sure. out, outside of them, and I mean they've always given you guys a, a really good run for your money down there on the coast, Definitely. so yeah. they won't be taken lightly. I think the good thing this year is looking at a lot of the squads that on their on their given day, and you know the other joy for some of the Newcastle sides is that they've got those New South Wales Cup players who, if they're not in the in the Knights Cup squad, will be dropping back on any given week. So uh, any yeah, given definitely. day you can turn up, and you know you can't take anyone lightly because it'll be at your peril. Yeah, definitely. And, and I guess that's probably, you know, a lot of my players have played uh, for a few years in the Central Coast competition where, uh, for better or worse, it, it hasn't been that way where it's been the week in and week out. It's such hard football every week. You know, you've had a couple of hard weeks with maybe the entrance and the up, but then it might have dropped away uh, for other weeks with the with the competition being like that. But uh, as you said, every, every squad in this competition, um, you know, could easily put 40 on you any day if you don't turn up. Exactly right. And, and just to wrap up, mate, um, we'll have a quick look ahead to the draw, which came out yesterday officially. Obviously, you guys would have seen some drafts leading up to this. Yeah. You'd be uh, pretty happy with the start to the season. Three home games to kick off the year, mate? 
Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Uh, obviously, you get you know your regular amount of home and away games, but it's all in patches this year. So I think we play three at home, three away, four home, and five away. So it's um, there's going to be a, a fair stretch through winter where we're going to be away for five weeks, which I'm sure will test the boys. But yeah, to start with three home games on Saturday um, with some really good clashes there is extremely exciting for us. Might be time to buy a holiday house up this way, mate, uh, for, that, for that cold winter spell. Yeah, uh, looking like it. But mate, so well, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, looking forward to seeing Wyong in action uh, as the season kicks off. It's great to have the addition of yourselves and the entrance into this competition to strengthen it in 2021. And uh, wishing you all the best, mate. I think it's going to be a cracking competition. Looking forward uh, to seeing some of those young guns as well as the likes of Magnus returning and undoubtedly catching up with yourself and some of the boys during the year for the podcast. So thanks for your time today, Mitch. Not a problem, mate. Appreciate it. Joined by Maitland Pickers coach Matt Lantry. Matt, thanks for a little bit of uh, time on the show. It feels like forever ago that we caught up with you at the uh, the start of the reformed, uh, or it was actually before the reformed, the start of the uh, Newcastle Rugby League, which didn't really get off to much of a start last year, way back in February, March, 12 months ago. Hey, Chris, how's things, mate? Yes, yeah, going well, mate. So, um, Maitland Pickers again, mate. Uh, a little bit of a change this year after everything that went on last year. President's Cup. Uh, now back into, well, it is President's Cup again, but uh, for, for want of a better term, the, the rebadged Denton Engineering Cup, the uh, Newcastle Rugby League with the addition of Wong and the entrance. How's things looking at, at Maitland? Lost a few from last year, mate, but uh, some pickups as well? Yeah, we're always obviously in a position where we would, would potentially lose a couple. Um, you know, I think by giving our players that opportunity to play in a statewide competition in the President's Cup and have the success that we did, you know, lended some guys an opportunity to continue to chase their dream to play at a high level, mate, with um, obviously, you know, in particular look at someone like Gary Anderson, who's, you know, moved on to the sunny coast and, um, you know, given himself an opportunity to play in the Queensland Cup and who knows what avenues that opens up with feeder to, with a, as a feeder to the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Tower obviously heading back to the Queensland Cup, mate, but finding a new club, which might give him a new pathway, you know, to pursue his dreams. And then you look at Cooper Jenkins, uh, Matt Soperwall, uh, Henry Penn, all heading back to the Knights, New South Wales Cup outfit. Um, and then uh, yeah, Cal Burgess down the road at Manly. So um, it's certainly fulfilled a purpose in that regard for those players still chasing, you know, that uh, that dream of one day playing NRL. And, um, you know, now it's uh, obviously about bringing some other guys through. We, we, we get a few players back, mate, to be honest. Um, so guys that didn't play um, due to COVID where their employment might have restricted them. So guys like Pat McCowdy and Matt Allwood come back in. Marco Delapena comes back as well. Um, so some of our roster that had done the preseason in 2020, um, but they also return, mate, which is replacing those guys that obviously have gone on to, to bigger and better things. Yeah, certainly having some of those names back and uh, you've maintained you know, some of those key players as well, you know the likes of Langbridge and, and Brock Lamb, the experience there certainly won't go astray in, in season 2021. Oh, definitely, mate. And then you throw Jeremy Haynes in on the back of that as well. So, um, you know, we've got a, a nice, sharp spine there, mate. And, um, you know, it's good that a, a few of those players actually got 2020 together uh, to build on their combinations and get an understanding of how we all played. Uh, probably that was a challenge. We had, you know, one trial against Wyong before everything was shut down with COVID. And then, uh, basically, a bit of a new crew um, got together for, for this President's Cup, and 
Uh, we didn't have that preparation or ability to trial. It was a short and sort of six-week mini pre-season before the comp started. And uh, the one thing I liked about our team throughout that competition is every week they grew and got better. And, um, you know, we um, you know, had some success, which was quite enjoyable. Yeah, certainly that success. Um, I mean, not putting Newcastle rugby league on the map, but certainly shining a light back back in our direction as to a, a development pathway too. I think, uh, and the sorts of players that are, that are you know floating around in the Newcastle rugby league. So hope, hopefully it uh, drew some more attention back to the broader competition as well. Yeah, totally agree, mate. You know, Newcastle's been you know a, a well respected rugby league area. Um, you know, through the bush or, or metropolitan areas and. You know, hopefully we did our part in, in continuing to maintain that credibility and, and particularly taking on the side from Sydney. You look at that Glebe side and a lot of those guys had fed back from the Cronulla, uh, New South Wales or Newtown, New South Wales Cup system, mate. Uh, there's a fair few guys from Parramatta go across and also South Sydney. Um, and I watched a lot of those guys run around in NRL trial uh, a couple of weeks ago that our guys were, were playing against and defeated. So... Yeah, it just shows that you know, um, you'll generally get an opportunity to compete against Wollongong or Canberra back in the old country championship scenarios. And uh, to take on the might of the Sydney clubs, mate, was something certainly different. And uh, again, just showed that we can you know, match it with, with you know, the, the top quality of your Wentworth Bills and your Glebes and, and what have you. Yeah, so certainly did. And um, you know, on, on that little note, hoping that we'll uh, see some representative footy in those couple of gap weekends that were in the draw that was released yesterday for the uh, the President's Cup Northern Conference that we might get to see Newcastle taking on the likes of Wollongong and Canberra again, uh, a hark back to those those golden days where Newcastle was so strong, especially in the 90s and 2000s and even earlier in those country championships. So that'll be great to see uh, some representative footy at an open age level. Uh, mate, yeah, uh, absolutely. So your, your guys were, were scheduled to play a trial last week. I think it was North Tamworth, was it? Uh, that got... Uh, Got canned, yeah. in, canned in the end for first grade. Your lower grade still got a hit out. How did that go? Yeah, pretty good, mate. We were happy with our results. So played a, our ladies tag, played Shortland, uh, won that game reasonably comfortable. And then our 19s combined open grade, um, played South and, and played quite well and, 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 uh, and, and won again reasonably comfortably. And then, yeah, I'm not sure how much we can take out of our reserve grade trial. I know South took their best 25 to take on, on Wyong and um, player that played a, a fairly depleted sort of reserve grade side. So, um, you know, we win that 40 to 4. But again, it's nice to actually get out and, and play some opposition and go through your your systems and your process of, your, you know, um, fine tune a few things around your defensive structures and your offensive structures to roll into Wyong this weekend, mate, which should give us a, a real indication on where we're at currently. Yeah, so certainly going to be interesting. Just before uh, coming on with you, I was having a chat with Mitch Williams, who, as you say, you will uh, clash with this weekend in a trial. Uh, he was talking a little bit about the new rules and just the, the fitness aspect of it with the ball being in play. Uh, quite a bit more with those new rules that will apply to President's Cup. Is that something that's taken much consideration at Maitland or are you guys just proceeding as per normal and you'll address those when you get on the field? Yeah, I think we're just more proceeding as normal, mate. We haven't changed what our pre-season looked like from, from 2020. You know, I think at the end of the day, you know, first month of footy, um, yeah, it becomes yeah a little bit of war attrition, and and the fitness levels are certainly something that um, you know play a factor in, in a bit of the results, particularly under fatigue with execution and completion rates and defensive lapses and what have you. So, uh, ball in play will certainly challenge you know a number of guys with the speed of the game that can be introduced at a at a regular. Um, 
you know, under under that limited interchange of just eight, uh, it'll certainly be a challenge for everyone. But I, I'd like to think, mate, through what we've done as a as a collective at Maitland with our strength and conditioning coach, um, you know, we'll be in a good stead to, to handle, you know, the rule changes and, and the amount of time the ball's actually in play now. Yeah, excellent, mate. And uh, look, a lot of people are going to be talking about, uh, you know, looking intrinsically and, and focusing on their own sides. Have you taken much of an opportunity to sort of, uh, I guess, cast a brief eye across the uh, the field and, and understand, you know, who the other threats are? Or do you think it's a, a pretty open race? I know many people will probably have a target on you guys with the, coming back from the President's Cup, thinking that you might enter the competitions as certainly one of the favourites. Look, I think we're in for a really interesting and entertaining um, 2021 season. I don't think we've seen a competition that potentially could be as close as this is probably what it was back in, or maybe 18 was the last one, where we had sort of six teams right up until the last week vying for, for the top five, mate, uh, which was a really hotly contested competition. I think we'll see that again. Uh, obviously, Charlestown's heavily recruited. Uh, they've knocked on the door of West and grabbed Warren Shillings and uh, Lukey Walsh over there, James Elias, um, Dylan Pithy and Jack Kelly. they they got the makings of a very, very good side. Um, mate, uh, obviously, Fessnot with what they achieved last year uh, and, and how, how they've recruited as well. Um, you know, I wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't rule out Curry to be a top five side either. And then you've got the unknowns of the entrance and, and Wyong, uh, who will certainly be challenges. And, you know, you then got the likes of Macquarie, West, South, Lake, um, you know, who will uh, certainly, you know, be, be thereabouts with everyone else as well. So to, to sit there and say you're going to pick out one or the other, I think, you know, you'd be going out on a little bit of a limb. But, uh, mate, I think most sides, if they can keep their rosters healthy for an extended period of time, um, you know, will give themselves certainly a chance. Yeah, I certainly agree. I think there's uh, some potential, um, certainly for any any side on their day. If they're taken lightly, they'll uh, probably roll over their opponent. So you're going to have to turn up every week, week in, week out. It's a bit of a cliche, uh, but that's yep. going to be the expectation with with not much separating uh, the ten sides, which is exciting to see ten sides in the competitions and an eight in the competition an eighteen round draw. Oh, it's fantastic, mate. There's the eighteen round true home and away competition, mate. Um, and I think too, mate, when you get into the middle part of that competition, um, you know, rep players start to play. So realistically, you know, those guys that are playing rep footy for the Rebels may not actually get a weekend off unless they come to an arrangement with their coach that they, they get rested at some point. So depth, you know, on top of those injuries that you're going to accumulate become really important as well. And that's what I think we might, you know, see some, guys, some sides, you know, challenged a little bit in regards to, you know, potential injuries and, and and maybe a lack of depth, but it gives uh, those young guys an opportunity to come through and, and state their claim as well. So, uh, no, I'm looking forward to 2021, mate. I think we all are. And it'll be good to see the local competition back in, in its true format and uh, week, good week-to-week footy. Certainly will be, and we're hoping to see uh, some more crowds around with crowd uh, rulings and things relaxed a lot, especially around... Uh, those local venues and there'll be no better opportunity than round one when uh, you guys kick off the season with a, a Coalfields derby up against that uh, Curry side that have certainly, you know, we've talked about a couple of the other sides recruiting well. They've got the NRL experience, obviously, of Frank Paul Nuasala and Nathan Ross just to, just to start and whet the appetite, mate. So uh, they'll be uh, worth the price of admission round one, Curry v Maitland, you'd think. Yeah, it'll be a good crowd out there, mate. Always is. Um, they're, they're staunch supporters of their footy team and uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to that challenge first up and then, uh, you know, we, we roll back into another Coalfield Derby just two weeks later, mate, taking on, you know, the, the, the Cessna Goannas at home at Maitland Sports Ground. So 
Uh, which I think ties in with an old boys day. So we'll, we'll be uh, hopefully have the ability to get a good crowd through the gate on that day as well, mate. Plenty of people in fine voice, hopefully, for the pickers, mate. Well, thank you very much for your time, Matt, and uh, good luck for the season. Hopefully we'll catch up you with you during the season uh, when things are uh, heading well and uh, you're, you're performing with a few Ws on the board. Thanks, mate. Much appreciated. We're now joined by Lakes United first grade coach Robbie Payne. Payne, thanks for a little bit of your time during the preseason, mate. No worries, Chris. Uh, good to hear from you, mate. Hope you've been well. I have, mate. It's um, back by popular demand. I had a few people hit me up the other week when I was up at Cessnock watching some footy saying, where's League Castle? So I thought, what better to do than reach around to all the first grade coaches and uh, put a couple of weeks of episodes together and, and lead into the season, which is almost upon us. It feels like only yesterday that we finished last year, mate. Yeah, mate. Obviously, with the uh, COVID situation last year, it was a um, bit of a postponed season, and then it went went them extra extra four to six weeks. And um, yeah, it seems like it it finished one week, and then I was I was talking to players and trying to get them on pen to paper the next week, and then it's just yeah, it's just got quicker and quicker and more workload as the as the weeks went on, mate. But yeah, it's uh, it's all starting to ramp up right now, so looking forward to it. And uh, you guys had your first hit out last weekend over at uh, one of your junior affiliate grounds at um, Crowder's Bay there, the Valentine Devils ground. You took on Wes. How's things looking? How's it all shaping up uh, as well as you were hoping? Yeah, mate. Yeah, we had a very big day last Saturday. We um, also sent our third grade over to um, the Windale Nines tournament, mate. And uh, them boys, uh, mostly 19, 20-year-olds, never played against men and they, they held their own. They ended up beating Windale in the first game and then and then uh, they got beat by Cardiff, 7-0, and then they played East Maitland. And then uh, the 19s, uh, West, West couldn't fulfil the 19s at the moment. They've got a lot of kids in, in the night system. So a lot of them boys from the Windale 9s come over and played reserve grade. Uh, reserve, reserve grade held their own, mate. They did, they did pretty well against the Premiers of 2020. I think they still got a lot of players. Uh, in first grade, mate, yeah, obviously... You know, we've got a few missing still in at the night system, and I think West have got a couple as well. So it was a it was a real good hit out. It was a good day down at Valentine, getting out there with all the kids running around and watching their watching the future. You know, that's that's their goal to play for Lakes. But um, football wise, mate, it was uh, very impressive. Very, I was happy with the um, happy with the day. I think five tries to three at the end over over seventy minutes. Um, there were some real good signs, mate. So yeah, really looking forward to uh, keep moving on to this week. Yeah, certainly, and you touched on this week, and it's something that you know I, I certainly applaud uh, Lakes on. Is each year you tend to try and get out um, a couple of your, your senior trials to some of the junior grounds. One, one through the the affiliation that you've got with those junior clubs, and two, you know, obviously some will say it's partially due to the fact that Carl Oval's still probably busy with cricket, but it's a great opportunity, and, and you take it to another one of those grounds, Window that you just talked about this weekend to take on the Scorps. Yeah, mate, definitely, definitely. We've got um, we've got some real good things happening at the moment. We've got our sub-junior affiliates, um, Ian Burke's back on board, mate, as a um, pathway coordinator. So we're really getting out. We've done a coaching seminar last Sunday with all the coaches from 13s up. That's at Valentine, Windale, Belmont, Swansea and Lakes Juniors. Um, and we're just, just trying to get that transition and the pathway all in organised and making it life easier for the kids as they transition into grade football. So, yeah, going out to Valet last week, Windale this week, mate. Really looking forward to that. Obviously, myself being a Windale boy, which I was putting the boots on. But, yeah, really looking forward to playing Macquarie, mate. Another good hit out. Um, I watched a bit of the highlights last week against Cessnock. So, 
yeah, they've got a pretty similar team. They've got a few new faces. But, um, yeah, hopefully we get a couple back. I'll find out probably tonight. Um, I'm pretty sure. I think we might be getting Nico Mealy and, and, and Sioni back. So from New South Wales Cup, so that'll help us a little bit. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. Yeah, and you just just quickly, obviously, you talked about Ian Burke there, mate. To have that sort of um, affiliation, obviously, an old boy of the club, but you know he's a guy who's been on on the almost the, well the biggest of stages that we've seen so far for from an NRL point of view with uh, coaching the women's uh, Indigenous All Stars. Um, so to have that experience coming back and feeding back into the club and the juniors is obviously a great thing for Lakes to be able to do. Oh, mate, it's unbelievable. You know, he's he's put his hand up. He's got four kids, beautiful wife, Kel. Um, he's working in the mines, and for him to come back and, and do a role like this in, in our environment and in our system at Lakes United, it's, just, it's massive, and the, the word's getting around pretty slowly, but it, it means a lot to everyone, and, you know, like you said, he's done everything besides besides coaching NRL, really, and being an assistant. He's, he's the women's all-stars. He was assistant to Wyong slash the Roosters for so many years under RIP. He was Jersey flag assistant into the night. He was New South Wales Cup assistant. He's been assistant in in 20s origin, uh, New South Wales Cup origin. So Coach the Cook, Coach the Cook like Islands that. at one point too, I think, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Cook Islands in the World Cup, mate. They, they, they upset, massive upset in the history books. They beat England there. And, yeah, he lost, mate, for him to come back and just what we're doing, myself and him and even Craig Kamali and, you know, the rest of our coaching staff. We've got Grant Huggins doing an open grade. We've got Troy Fletcher helping him. We've got Paul Allendice and... And guys like that around the club, Troy Potts, and obviously the old boys is always very strong at Lakes. We've got you know Trevor Tuckwell and Nick Stull and John Prince. Yeah, we've got some good things happening out there at the moment. It's, um, it's really starting to um, come through, and hopefully in years to come, mate, we'll see the benefits out of this out of this pathway system that, that that Ian's trying to create with all the coaches and players. Yeah, he's hoping. It's always been a good junior nursery, so hopefully you guys can start to you know capture that, and and I'm sure we'll see plenty more. Um, Players follow the, the likes of, you know, your uh, Josh Jacksons, Mick Ennis, Paul Harrigans that have come out of the Lakes United system and gone on to NRL uh, fame alongside, you know, and any number of others. So, uh, mate, 2021, it shapes as a, as a bit of a different year. Firstly, uh, obviously, we've got, you know, what's now being called, and it's an absolute mouthful, the Denton's Engineering Cup or the President's Cup Northern Conference, which we might just call the President's Cup for now. Um, which is the new Newcastle Rugby League with Wong and the entrance coming in. Are you excited about, obviously, you know, the number of signings that have come across the competition, but having 10 teams in a full home and away format is uh, obviously got to be exciting and it looks like it's going to be one of the most even years in a long time. Yeah, mate, I'm really looking forward to it. I think when they announced Wyong and the entrance coming in, I, I was really happy with that because, you know, it used to be a 16-round comp, now it's an 18-round comp. And like you said, mate, we get to play everyone evenly, home and away. And you're not playing them, you know, they used to do a ballot system where, you know, you could play West three times or Curry three times to make up that 16-round comp. But, um, mate, yeah, what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, mate, everyone's, everyone's signed, you know, a handful of players and every club, every club's looking very strong. and It's, it's going to be a real, real strong competition. And then, yeah, at the end of it, mate, what they're doing between the... Uh, the Northern, the Southern, and the, and the Ron Massey, and the, and then maybe a wild card mate at the end of the year. Well, that's that's something for a lot of players to strive for, and a lot of clubs. And and the ultimate goal is to win that Presidents Cup. But yeah, priorities the Newcastle Comp first, mate, or the Northern Conference. And yeah, really looking forward to it, mate. I think I think it's going to be a pretty very even comp, and there's not going to be any easy games at all. Yeah, that certainly seems to be the consensus from the coaches we've spoken to so far. And look, it's it's exciting. There's ex NRL players. We've got guys, you know. 
we talked about Macquarie before, and you'll play them this weekend. You know, you've got guys like Kerrit Holland who have come straight out of the NRL. We've got guys like Nathan Ross that have come back after a year off. You know, there's a number of these sorts of players um, who who are certainly you know on top of the already high quality players that have been playing in the Newcastle Rugby League, some that have returned after their own year off with what happened last year. It's certainly going to make the price of admission absolutely, you know, the best value in town for entertainment, I think, through the winter. Yeah, mate, yeah. Obviously, yeah, the Rossies and the Hollands and them draw cards, mate, they're only going to bring people in the gate, so it's going to be beneficial for the for all the clubs when you when you, when you you play them at your home ground, mate. But then, you know, and they're, and they're going to come back and, you know, be an NRL players and, and, and think it might be that little bit easier. But years gone by, mate, you see so many former NRL players come into the comp and they just they get a big reality check and just I don't think they realise how strong and how competitive and you know how good our competition is. So yeah, it'll be good for them in the comp but I hope they uh hope they just don't think they're gonna cruise around mate and uh, they might have a few targets on their back. Yeah, certainly. We saw it, you know, a number of years ago when the Knights pulled their New South Wales Cup team out for that year, and you had the, I know, like Lakes had Corey Patterson and Luke McDougall, I think, from memory, come and play. And and while look, you know, they they certainly stood out and they were strong performers as you'd expect when they weren't playing in the NRL side. They weren't um, by any means given an easy path, and it wasn't, um, you know, just them turning on a show. So they'll have their work cut out for them, and it'll be the same for any team. I think if you turn up and take any team or any players lightly on any given day, you're going to get a rude shock during the uh, 2021 Denton Engineering Cup. Yeah, most definitely, mate. Most definitely. But also, then, mate, coming back and their wealth of experience and, you know, teaching the future players and it's only going to be beneficial for the competition. So, yeah, really looking forward to seeing them, mate, run out in their colours that they're running out in and, yeah, can't wait to play them. Yeah, it's very exciting, mate. Um, the other the other change this year, there's been a number of rule changes. Is is that something that you guys at Lakes have discussed at this point or is it something you're just taking as it comes when you're out on the field and, and what are you thinking the, the ramifications of that will be? Um, yeah, on the weekend, we, um, me and Toddy, the West coach and the referee, we got together and he just explained a few of them. Obviously, we've only we got the na- the nation ones that they've changed with the with the handovers from the kick into touch and and the uh, what was the other one? The dropout, the two point dropout, and then the breaking from the scrums. Yep. Um, we haven't received any much information about the scrum placements and all that. We've got a we've got a Zoom coaches meeting tonight at eight o'clock about all the laws and the changes, but we haven't really touched on any of it until yeah, until we get some final answers. But mate, it's gonna I think the scrum one's gonna be really, really interesting in the local competition. It's gonna it's gonna open up it's gonna open up a lot of space and a lot of, you know, nippy centers and nippy five eights to create some stuff, mate, if you if you pack that scrum wherever you want to. So yeah, it's going to be interesting, mate. It's going to it's going to speed up the game a little bit. Um, but yeah, looking forward to seeing what what happens and how teams adapt to it. And it's going to take some uh, yeah, a little bit of change and a little bit of learning. But yeah, see what happens. Yeah, it certainly seems like a lot of coaches are sort of aware that there's some changes there. But as you said, not a hundred percent clear on on all of them. But from what I saw on the weekend, certainly the biggest thing not only is that pace a little bit higher just because you don't have as many scrums, but just ball in play, which again adds further to you know that that sort of comment I made before about value for money. If you're coming down and paying your entry fee to come and watch a, a Newcastle Rugby League or President's Cup Northern game in 2021, you're going to see more ball in play. You know, we've already mentioned those players as well. The quality of the games is going to be higher with more, and more ball in play. So it's going to be uh, great in terms of a spectacle um, and certainly something to look forward to for the punters. So, uh, mate, we might just wrap up with looking at your round one fixture, which you know only, only a week or two ago seemed like a long way away. But now that the draw's out, uh, the weekend of the twenty seventh, um, in the draw, it's got a TBC, mate. I'm not sure if you can confirm what day and time the first grade fixture is at this stage. 
Uh, mate, there's another one like speaking about before, mate. So Carl Abel's unavailable due to cricket and so is Harker. So we're going to go to Lennigan Oval, mate, the home of our Belmont North Sharks. So that means we've been out to Valentine, Windale and Belmont North and then next year we'll get out to Swansea. But yeah, round one, Lennigan Oval, mate, against West. Um, obviously not being the dawning Carl Oval, but it's still out at Belmont. So yeah, looking forward to it, mate, with our um, hopefully... Hopefully, uh, we'll have a good team on the path. Might get a few back from our New South Wales Cup boys, but I also want to see them boys stay in there as much as they can. Um, and then, yeah, mate, set ourselves against no one better than West round one. So, see what happens. Certainly no love lost between the two clubs and uh, always a good clash uh, between those two sides. doesn't seem to matter where either side's running or what time of year it is. So, uh, definitely worth getting down to Lennigan and it's a, it'll be a bit of a different experience and something that you won't often see a regular season game at Lennigan. So, anyone in the area should get down and support that one. But, mate, uh, thank you for your time. Good luck for the season ahead and hopefully we'll catch up with yourself and uh, some of the boys during the year to talk about Lakes getting some Ws on the board and, and the success building out in Seagulls Territory. No dramas at all, mate. Just a quick one to all the fans, mate. If they're um, around the area on Sunday, we've got our late season launch at the Belmont 16 footers, um, 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock. It's a uh, combined juniors and seniors season launch. So supporters, fans, families, anybody that wants to come that supports the Blue and Gold, mate, it'll be a good afternoon. We've got a couple of guest speakers. Um, so, yeah, if you're around the area, feel free to uh, come down and share some uh, laughs and some some stories of all the latest people, mate. Uh, thanks for your time, Chris. Really enjoyed it, mate. A big thanks to the four coaches there uh, giving up their time. Mitch Cullen from Curry, Mitch Williams from Wong, Ruse, Matt Lantry from the Maitland Pickers and Robbie Payne from Lakes United. Uh, we look forward to bringing you a few more of the coaches and their thoughts on the season ahead uh, in the coming weeks as we count down to the kickoff of the first of the major competitions here in Newcastle, the Hunter Valley and the Coast in the Denton Engineering Cup, which kicks off on Saturday the 27th of March, only a couple of weeks away now. Uh, it's getting to that time of year. Obviously, the NRL is upon us with the first game today. Uh, of round one so plenty of footy action coming at you thick and fast a big thank you to everyone that has gotten around the podcast over the last two years and uh, continues to support it make sure to share the podcast with uh, some friends that are footy fans especially local footy fans and uh, continue to grow what we're doing with the coverage of the local game if you or your club would be interested in getting involved in the podcast as well, make sure to reach out to the page and send us a message to let us know who the best contacts are for your club uh, so that during the year we can make sure to try and share the love around and feature everyone. And if you do know any businesses that would be interested in getting on board and partnering with League Castle in 2021, we do have some opportunities there. So again, reach out and message the page. But uh, enjoy your footy this weekend. Uh, make sure to get down and support your local side with trials kicking off again this weekend. And we look forward to catching up with you in the coming weeks as you tune in to League Castle. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson. Runs to the line, he's got Buxton with him, it's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lead Newcastle, Newcastle Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League.